Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting Animal here on November 18, 1 8, 2015. Now, you know, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, you're going to see messages every day about how great it is to fail. F A I L. But you know that's ridiculous because nobody likes to fail. And you know why? Because failing isn't good. But the fact is, it's going to happen. And you have to know how to handle it when it does. And you know who you have to admire? Those software guys who say, fail fast and move on. Just go right into something. Fail, pick yourself up, and start again. Now, I just sound like the guys who were shooting out that same kind of pap on Twitter every day at this point. I know. I know I do. But here's the difference. I'm going to tell you something they don't tell you, that if you don't learn this lesson, you're not going to lead a good life. Unless you believe this like you believe a religion, you're not going to be happy. And even when it comes, even, even when it comes, I hate it when I screw up, but even when it comes to religion. There's different degrees of belief. Lots of people say, you know, that they believe in heaven, but most of them, they also seem afraid to die. And they feel bad when someone else dies, as if something bad happened to them, when in fact they think, allegedly, they believe that they're going to heaven, right? You don't want to be a believer like that. You have to know for sure that when you fail, you are not going to die. You can rise! Again, all you have to do is believe, and then you'll pick yourself up and try again. Just like I said, and if you're a recruiter especially, you're going to make a lot of pitches every day, and most of them are going to get turned down. You are going to fail again and again and again, and sometimes you're going to get really close to a hire, and then it all falls apart, the offer is on the table, and suddenly head office puts in a hiring freeze, and you're in that position. You are going to fail, and you don't believe that you cannot die. Well, what I want to say is, if you don't believe, (laughs) if you don't believe, you have to believe that you cannot die when your deal goes down. And if you don't believe it, you better listen to Jerry Jerry. What show is this? This is the Recruiting Animal Show! 
have a good sleep. That's my excuse for screwing up so many lines in my intro. But I don't think people noticed it until you pointed it out. Well, you think that's true? Kind of like this big scar on my forehead. I mean, it's gigantic. But I don't think people notice it until I say, hey, did you notice it? And then they're like, oh, yeah. See my scar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got a guy today. Float through it next time. Just push through it. That's all I'm saying. Stop pointing out your flaws. Yeah, I was talking about failing. Though they may be. Yeah, I was talking about failing. So when I flub a line, just keep going, right? Pick myself up and keep going. I believe in, yeah, that I can be a reborn failure. Okay, anyway, uh, we got a guy today. His name is Tommy Marino. Tommy Marino. Tommy Marino. Let me look him up. Maybe Where would I find out information about Tommy Marino? On LinkedIn. I mean, Thomas Marino III is his real name. And okay. he is, before we get going, he's anti-dinosaur. That means he's anti-you, Jerry. Okay? I just want you to know, you are the target. He is against guys like you. Just before I bring him on, okay, he says there's plenty of people who are going to disagree with his ideas. They won't be around very long. I want you to know that, Jerry, before I bring him out. Tommy Marino! Come on down. Hi. Are you there? I never now now I think you mischaracterizing me. Um I just my point is is that nobody gives a damn about his elevator pitch anymore. Okay, we'll get About whose elevator pitch? No, no. Anybody. Just wait a second. Nobody wants okay. to hear it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us what you're talking about. I'll introduce you later. Go ahead. Sure. Uh look, I get an elevator pitch every week from the Boston Globe. Everybody everybody's immune to this to 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 high pressure Sales, especially purple squirrels and recruiting who get 20 calls a day. They don't want to hear it. They're immune. You need to establish yourself. The, the oncoming wave, we're all hearing it more and more, is you know, brand marketing, specifically making yourself someone worthy of talking to. No, no, you need me to guide you. You are confusing everybody. Yeah, Let's yeah, help him out, help him out. Yeah. No, no, we'll get back on track. Jerry and I were talking about you just before the show started. You told me that you don't know the song Suspicious Minds. Jerry said, is he American? And that was a valid question. What's Very wrong valid. with you? You're, uh, tomorrow is your birthday. You're 36 years old, and you don't know some of Elvis's most famous songs? That song was written how long before I was born? Ten years? We're caught years? in a trap. It's endless. Hey, baby. So was God I Bless America. I mean, God Bless America is older than that. You know yeah. those words, don't you? I do. Okay, I Okay, don't. so it's not an age of lyrics issue then. It's more of a... I, I think we've I got you here. Just, just give me one song. You don't know one song? I uh, I, I actually, I guess, I, guess I've, I, I, I am familiar with the song now that I've looked it up and I'm familiar with what you're Okay, so let's do, let's do the first verse, okay? You ready? All right, let's, let's push it. Okay, this. I'll count to three and we'll go. One... Two, three. We're caught in a trap. Trap, trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't walk out out. because I love love you you too much, baby. Why can't you see what you're doing doing to me? Yeah, I I got it, yeah. When When you don't don't believe believe what I say. You know what? I tried to pace myself to Jerry. It didn't work out too well. Let's just do the. You can't do it line. over phone lines, man. It, it just doesn't can't. work. We can't it's not in real time. Together with suspicious minds. Suspicious 
We can build our I'm eating a chip now. I'm eating some chips. <laughs> okay. Okay, guest, your Twitter address is Market Recruiter, but it's the short form of market. It's MKT, MKT Recruiter oh, on Twitter. Come on, man. you yeah. got to use your real name on Twitter. Sorry. Maybe that's a bit too old school. Yeah. Well, old school Twitter handle. not mine. Yeah. You know, well, Tom Marino yeah. is actually a very popular name. There's a lot of these guys, so maybe he didn't want to be confused. Okay, he's but Tom Marino the third is not a very popular name. I can only imagine there's a few of them. You can't fit it in, Tom Marino three. Anyway, he's got TM3, another three, maybe. Yeah, he, maybe he's Still got another. Ideas. He's got another Twitter account as well. Uh, uh, headcount underscore guru. Headcount underscore guru. But that one is focused on big data people and open source. The one we're interested in is Market Recruiter, MKT Recruiter. Happy birthday. Uh, you're 36 years old tomorrow, but you say you've, been in, the bus- you've you. been in the business. You've been in the recruiting business since you were 20 years old. Did you not go to uh, post-secondary school? I, I did later on. Uh, what, you went to night I school? I was 20. Uh, yeah, when I was 24, I started. Okay. And so, uh, and Three, two-thirds of your time is spent in, in a corporate recruiting role, and one-third was in the agency side, you said. Is that correct? Yeah, most of the agency side stuff was independent except for the last couple of years. Okay. So for the last uh, year, you've been focusing on inbound marketing, right, for for talent. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, take the HubSpot Just model. Yes, and, I'm and reading what you too. sent me, okay? Don't give me a hard time. I don't feel well today, and I don't want. I won't take it. Okay. Oh, well, I haven't started giving you a hard time yet. Okay, here's what you said. Let's get you some said, traction here, animal. We're uh, yeah, ten minutes what, in, and we're going nowhere. As I know too much stuff about tools and software for recruiting. I know too much. That's great. I want to hear all about it. And I'll just give your website headcount.guru. That's going to be your your site for. Software developers or something like that. Is that right? Yes or no? Yeah, I'm going to act new, new site, yes. A new software developer news, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you say, oh, geez, I'm currently, uh, let me see, I'm currently neck deep in developing new talent sourcing and recruitment market strategies, recruitment marketing strategies. What does that mean? Um, making developing communities a reality, not just I have an email address in my system. That means he's in my community. Okay. Maybe I should ask a different question first. You said, going back to what we talked about before, the future of recruiting is marketing. Everybody, employers and candidates, they don't like hardcore sales anymore when it's used in recruiting. This is what you told me. Plenty of people who have made millions in this business will disagree with me. None of them will be here in 10 years if they don't accept the truth. You want to tell us a little about that, or do you want us to ask some questions about it? Many of them will be in retirement, sitting on a pile of money, eating their dinner off a pile of money. Uh Um, But, I I mean, I I don't think many people will disagree. The business is changing more rapidly than maybe it has, at least since I've been in it. How's it changing? The... Well, technology is obviously playing a bigger role. That's been happening for a long time. But, uh, I mean, there is a, a groundswell of calls for 
adaption well. of marketing techno- technique. Like that. You know what? I mean, I'm going to have to guide anymore. you through. You don't have, you yeah. don't have, you know. You he doesn't have it down, dude. He no, doesn't he doesn't. Have it. He, he says at the beginning, he starts off by saying he's against the elevator pitch. He needs an elevator pitch. This okay? show is now, it's like, you know, like those shows where you go in, you tear a house down, you rebuild it, and then the bus pulls away, and it's all there. That's what this show with TM3 needs to be. We need to break this guy down and yep. get him pointed in the right direction. Okay. He's lost. So what kind of technology are you talking about when you say yeah. the show is the, the recruiting business is being changed by technology? Very quickly, do you have one kind of technology that you want to name? Uh, the breakdown of platform-based ATS. Big big systems are going away, no, because they can't do everything right. Okay, okay. I'm with you. And so, what, yeah. what's the significance of that? So you're saying yeah. that that rather than one ATS system, you should have a bunch of little ones that are integrated with each other. Is that what you're saying? Yes, software has been doing this for quite a while now. Microservices. Okay, yeah. what is any of this cloud based? All of it. Always. Okay. Uh, yeah. See, see we're getting there. Cloud-based, yeah, 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 smaller, agile so, ATS systems are going to so replace you're, it. You're a consultant, and you go into companies and tell them how to do this. Yes or no? No. No, I'm I'm a recruiter. You're a recruiter. Okay, I was in the impression Correct. you're kind of a consultant. But what kind of micro, what did you call it? Microservices. My, what kind of microservices should recruiters be using now if they want to stay with the current instead of becoming dinosaurs? Well, uh, my opinion is, uh, you know, the traditional thought of the ATS is kind of past its prime. I mean, we, especially as an agency recruiter, you know off the top of your head the 10 people you have in motion. You don't need somebody, something to track that. You need to track the 500 people you're trying to talk to. So I, I think that the, the onus is falling much more on uh, CRM-type systems rather than ATS systems. So give us an example. You said – I, I uh, can a- almost agree with that. How do you agree with? What do you? Why would you agree with that, Jerry? Your smaller agencies—they know the current activity that they have going on. Candidates introduced, offers, processes. But beyond that, you know, there's level two of candidates and customers that you need to keep track of. But you don't need a giant ATS for it. No, but you need to market to them, right? You need to, you know, keep them yep. warm, as they say, and turn and then convert yep. them. Yeah, Sorry, I'm making a little extra sound here. I'm digging into my bag. Yeah, but okay, but you know, you know, Tom, Tom, don't make me pull every word out of you. So you've got a CR, so you just need a CRM to send messages out to the people you're interested in. Is that what you're talking about? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Does that sound good? What do you mean? What am I talking about? We're talking about nurturing campaigns. We're talking about the combination of email. In phone campaigns where you're consistently contacting people, developing relationships, and nurturing a relationship that turns into a converted candidate. A candidate that turns into like a pardon, me, pardon me if I sound a bit lame or out of date here, but that sounds like old school recruiting. And I thought I was going to get the tips on how to stay in business for future generations, but that yeah. to me sounds like what well, I've been doing on. for 30 years. Jerry, I think you I'm disappointed. Look, well, I think the front because the front because the front end of that whole process is all content marketing, which is the new and trendy thing. All right, that's, I'll go with it. Content marketing. What, what is that? That's what you're endorsing. Is that what you're talking about here? Content marketing. 
I'm not the only one endorsing it. Half the business is endorsing it. Okay. Ah. It doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean it's true. That means between me and you, Animal, one of us is endorsing this, and it might be me. Okay. So, Jerry, is he saying that you working with your your 10 hot candidates or your very live candidates, and then your 500 other candidates, you send an email out to them, they're on an email list, and you get somebody to write articles about job hunting and send them out to them once in a while? Is that what you're talking about, Tom Marino III? Uh, Generally. I mean, as long as you're providing content of value, you will continue to have an audience. And what would that be? White papers on uh, top ten interviewing mistakes, how to dress for success, uh, which fork to use at the company dinner party. I mean, what kind of content we send in here? Uh, well, I would rather than uh, – I mean, maybe that's a piece of it. But, you know, for in my situation, appealing to software engineers, I'd send them things that they'd, you know, be more interested in reading than how to dress for an interview. Like things what? That are, you know, relevant. Like what? Things that like software what? Software engineering tools. Uh, uh, you know, things on big data, for example, which is the hottest topic in the world. Uh, you know, things that they now, give you a shit about. You don't think that they've got 100,000 other sources of people blasting this stuff to them? They're no. See something from the you think, oh, Tom Marino's got something interesting about my career field. I should read this today. Look at Twitter. That's all it is, is people remarketing uh, Twitter uh, content. No, we'll disagree there. Why? Argue with them. I want you to hear. Take Jerry on. Twitter sucks. How many software developers are following you in order to get your links to articles about software? Uh, Not enough. It's never enough. Not enough. I got to tell you something. See, that's not not an answer. Come on. If Twitter is an important tool, and I'm open to it, uh, how are how is it used? You just think uh, you know you got fifteen hundred people signed up, so you're sent, you're hitting the send link button, and I mean, yeah, how are you measuring a, that? How do you know no, what? No. Here's a question, what? Jerry. Jerry, these recruiters who are recruiting software developers, they always tell us they're not software developers themselves. They don't have to be software developers. So how can they understand articles that are technical stuff about software for software developers without looking stupid for sending it? You gotta add that caveat on there. Well, if well, they yeah, say you, something wrong, yeah, they'll look stupid. Not to look stupid. Tom yeah. Marino, how can you know what's going to interest a software developer when you're not a software developer yourself? Uh, I tend to play it safe. I mean, send hot button stuff. Anything big data or data science is what is sexy it? Give right me now. an example. Give me a title. Give you a title. Yeah, what kind? Uh, yeah, well, nobody animal, knows what you're talking we, about. Nobody knows. Can what we you're hold on a second? About. Can we hold Don't on a second, do this animal? To us on the show. Wait a minute. Tom was not prepared for this. How okay. am I not prepared? I just told no, you. No, animals bad you. Big day, big data. Anything Hadoop related or Spark related? Anything that's a new hot technology, people will read. Okay, and then what? I'm not. I'm not sending the uh, you know the intricacies of deep PhD level data science or, or, or computer science out to these people. So why would they read it? Why would they read it? You're you're know nothing by their standards. You don't know what they know. Why would they, they read don't know what that. you're sending? 
how do you get them to sign up for you? Do you want to tell us? How do you get your 500 people to get on your mailing list? I tend to use more traditional internet marketing type stuff. Squeeze pages. You know, take, take a piece of content, drive them to a page, ask them to opt in. Once you have an opt an opt in is always better than a cold email, always. Yeah, but hold on, Tom. So you opt you get, back out because you're like, yeah. God, what did I sign up get, for here? Yeah, how do you? Well, get, then how do you that's, get that's people? the first. That's the first analytics that you, you'd measure if people are opting out. You're screwing it up. Mm-hmm. So you didn't Can, really come to the show with any how to. You're just talking mm-hmm. high level. You don't have any stories to tell this us. This is stuff in the future, dude. We're he, so he this is said, stuff now. He says this is stuff now, but he can't give no, us no, life no. example. Oh, I thought this was how things are going to be. We're talking about how things are now? This is quite prominent. Quite prominent. I okay, can I ask, though, um, because we never really did clarify earlier on, respectfully, I'm just wondering, what business are you in? What do you do for uh, a living? I, what do I do for a living? I'm yeah. a recruiter. Okay. And are you a solo agency? You work with an agency? Do you own the firm? I'm solo. Okay, independent guy. All right. Uh, and your main uh, recruiting is outbound marketing, a.k.a. tweeting, a.k.a. emailing? Yes, yes. I mean, I'm... Content I'm, push, that kind of stuff? Correct. I'm, okay. I'm trying to... Uh, would f- say I am very far from inertia on uh, you know taking the HubSpot model for example, which is inbound, right? So you're driving people to you rather yeah. than driving stuff down their throat, um, and uh, uh, and adapting that to recruiting. I'm far from the only one trying to do that. That's not an okay. Gotcha. Not very cool. And animals preamble to the show and and build up uh, over the last couple of days has been. Old timers, guys such as myself in my 40s, uh, we're going to be out of business here after a while. Either we've made so much money, we're just going to retire, which is kind of the plan, or we're going to be washed up. By you in 10 years, you're retired. Nah, I don't. I don't see any reason to really ever to retire. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. So, so you might as well just yeah. keep on recruiting anyway. Right. So right. You're on to the newer breed of recruiters, which is this whole don't call anybody, just push the content. Can I ask uh, – sorry, sorry for the long delay here. Can I ask what kind of numbers you work with? You know, you, you make an placement every week, every couple of weeks, two a month, one a month, one every couple of months, a, a month. big one every year. No, two a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, our business is always our business is always going to be about talking to people. It's about how you get to that first conversation and how warm that conversation is. And gotcha. the, the, I agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. And the elevator pitch approach is becoming increasingly difficult, especially in my market where these people are hounded by eight million people who are jackasses. I'm with you. So I talk, I'm in the same market, dude. I might be the jackass that just called your guy before you reach out with a nice white paper on Hadoop. And look, you, I'm sure you're amazing at what you do. No, and not really. I, <laughs> but I, you know. Uh, but I, I can't I, afford the good pistachios. Oh, oh. oh look, man. I forty ounces of them right here on my desk. Tom, Tom, Tom. Yeah. So hold on. How do you get those people to be on your mailing list? And once they're on your list, 
Do you uh, try to figure out who are the good guys and who are the, you know, the driftwood? I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand what. How, how does this mailing list work? How do you get people to sign up? Well, you go to rather than you know, for example, the uh, job board approach, which is probably the most antiquated thing I think that we do. Um, you know, you you market where they are rather than expect them to come to you. Okay, right? okay. So oh, you oh, so, uh, to, yeah, yeah. Wait, let me stop you there. Be concrete. Be concrete. Where do you market on GitHub or Stack Overflow or where are you marketing? How are you or on Reddit? How are you getting people to sign up? Or are you making your site with SEO so friendly you've got a landing page that Google is sending them there? No, Faster that would be to I, other recruiters. Oh, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm I'm not that brain surgerish. Um, you, you no, know, I mean Cora is another place. There's a lot of software engineers who post quite a bit on Cora. There's an also a place to differentiate yourself as a, someone with thoughts. Um, which is hold on, hold on, on Quora. I read Quora. I read Quora. Uh, 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 how do you get people to sign up for your newsletter there? Your article, you your email. You 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 see other people that post there. You identify yeah. them. You yeah. post where they post, and you post like a human, and yeah. then uh, you know market to them elsewhere. Either send them an email. I saw this, or you know if you can find them somewhere else on the internet and market some something. You know, put some sort of material in that place. Follow people around and make yourself visible. Okay, so you're sourcing by kind of lurking on groups, discussion groups, and then you're approaching them. But God forbid, the only thing you don't do is phone them. Is that right? Is that taboo? My goodness, that that is old news, man. Is that kryptonite phoning somebody? Is that the worst thing in the world? Not at all. They just just they're just less likely to want to talk to you. It's certainly not the easiest thing to do. Okay, nope. but do, it's much easier want, to send an email and ask them if you can call them. Hold on, <laughs> if you're sending an email from someone they don't know, um, mm-hmm. are they going to accept that email? Well, Tommy, while he's thinking of his gonna, answer, hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody. Are they going to accept that email? I'm not sure. I'm, the phrasing's weird. Um, people are, the people email, on Twitter are wanting to learn something. They haven't learned anything yet on this show, so I've got something for everybody. You know, in a bag of pistachios, there's usually a handful of them that you cannot get open. Yeah. If if you take a half shell, slide it in the little baby crack there, and then twist it, bam, there you go. Yeah, you don't have to waste any more pistachios. They all open that way. No, some of them don't have a little crack to put it in, okay? Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. I just did the tiniest little opening. It was the tiniest. I barely got it, and he just wedged it along in there like a can opener. Okay. You know so what? You here's go. what? Here's what Casey Donovan said on uh, on my Facebook uh, group. He said, marketing is great for attracting active job seekers, people early in their careers, uh, you know, or if you've got a mass hiring situation. But people in mid-career, they don't pay attention to your content, especially – top performers who ignore employment marketing. So what you're sort of saying, are you saying that you get to know people on these sites like Quora so they know who you are, they recognize your name when you send them an email, or do you just say, oh, you know, this guy had a good article about working at Google. 
I'm going to find his email address and send him something, even though he doesn't know me. So he'll see Tom Marino the third, and or he'll be you a know, marketing recruiter or whatever it is. And uh, what's your subject line, Tom? What does what does LinkedIn say about uh, the trash that they put out about when you message somebody in a group? You reference the group. It's one of the, it, it, according to them, it drives your analytics way up. It drives your response rate way up because you, you're referencing something that they're at least familiar with. So what's well, in how the does subject that not apply to the rest of the internet? What's in the subject line? I try to not be too uh, robust, you know, robust with my subjects. I go with the, you know, I like something you say, you know, referring to a post they made or referring to something they shared or something like that. Something that well, they'll remember because it was recent. You know, I, I just yeah. gotta wonder why do people never come with a real story? Oh, last week I sent something to this guy. This was my subject line. Saw you discussing how you got hired at Google, or you know. Saw you discussing how you slept at your desk at Facebook. Is that's not in or sleeping on your desk? Is that the subject line? I mean, what are they gonna? I get a lot of junk mail. Some of it I don't open up, or it even goes to my junk folder. Right? I'm just wondering why people open your email and read it, and then go to the site and then sign up. I don't know. I'm wondering. Okay. Look, there's not. You there's, don't there's, want there's, to there's tell not, me. What, there's not one If you do once, what do you mean? I don't want to tell you. Obviously, it's contextual because if you're not sending something that's in context, you're sending trash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about LinkedIn? What are you? Are you use Do you use LinkedIn for? I sources? do. I. I mean, uh, you know, for software people sending in mails, you might as well, you know, shoot yourself. I mean, it's it's terrible, terrible for that purpose again because they're hounded. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been told it's wonderful for other businesses, just not mine. So you don't you don't send uh, what percentage of your in mails are, are 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 get a, you know replied to, or do you not send them at all? No, I, I mean I in for lack of being able to contact somebody, if I really can't find somebody any other way, I will. Um, uh-huh. It's pretty low, but I send I send very few of them. Okay, but what what percentage of your candidates are sourced from LinkedIn? Um, make something up, dude. Thirty percent. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe thirty percent. Maybe a quarter. Maybe yeah. Twenty-five, maybe thirty percent, probably. Okay. Maybe a quarter of them I find there first, but I mean, I'm sure all of us are. You know, once you find somebody, you look for them in multiple places and try and learn more about them, right? Really? Why? Because you want to have something to say that's relevant. Like what? Okay, so in other words, you know, so you've already told us that your first outreach is by email, not phone. And then there's this other issue then about customization of the email. How much time do you spend doing the research to personalize that email, the first outreach email? A few minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. Is that all? If you can't, you know. Yeah, I mean – yeah, how much, I mean, you know, if, if, you know, the ideal situation is you find a LinkedIn, you find a Twitter pretty easily, you know, maybe you find a homepage, and you can scan and learn quite a bit about somebody and have something relevant to say pretty quickly. Like what? I don't know. Uh, um, I was driving down the street this, this morning, and I ate my burrito and spilled it all over myself. Yeah, okay. You, you know what? Does anybody want to help me? me uh, yeah, Adam, I'll help, I'll help you out. Okay. Uh Blake Cannon on Twitter mentions that the Animal Show staff, being just you and me, we need to add somebody that's going to get 
other guests, meaning uh-huh. some people think that we need. Okay, so this is a, this. I was gonna. I was saving this surprise for you later on, but I'll tell everybody. We might have Penelope Cruz for our guest next week. I'm just throwing okay, that out. Great. There. Yeah. Okay. So I'm working. I'm working on that. Yeah. Okay. I've, so she joined up gotta, on my content marketing no, thing, and I'm. I've got to tell you, about five people have hung up on us already because we're not getting. We're to getting the, nowhere, dude. People called in. They wanted to learn what is going to replace us. So far, nothing. Okay, well, let me switch gears. I'll stop talking about the future of recruiting, okay? I All just right. thought this guy had a plan that he wanted to share with us, okay? Because that, that, he was so confident. I liked what you said at the beginning. That you dinosaurs, you're going to be uh, on the beach in the Bahamas while other people take over the industry. I was hopeful. I was very hopeful. Completely hopeful. Oh, yeah, well, I thought you were going to tell us, but I've been begging you to tell me exactly how you're doing it, and you don't want to. So I'm going to move on. A, what are you talking about? Become a marketing recruiter. Adapt yeah, okay. to marketing. You know what? It should be a little more granular than that. If you don't yeah. understand that we want a, a how-to, a step-by-step with examples from your own life or somebody else's, that's what we're looking for, okay? Okay. Now. Well, let me move on. Let me move on. I'll ask you some more general questions that probably will work, okay? There's a woman named Victoria Purser, and she's a member of the Facebook group, and she said, look, employees are let go for a lot of reasons. And, you know, some people don't want to look at somebody who's been let go or fired. She said she's very open-minded. She said she she likes people who've, you know, been let go. And because uh, they have to prove themselves in their new job, they really have to show that that they're good. So, would you accept somebody who's let's say fired from a previous job? Yeah, of course. You just, you really? Just want smart people? Yeah, you just want smart people. Okay. Would have you ever hired anybody who was fired before? Uh, absolutely. Well, can you tell us the story? Uh, I mean, you know. Go ahead. Uh, people, especially in, in early tech companies, they they we they they uh, love to use this phrase "culture fit," which is um, you know they weren't goose stepping well enough for the early stage of the company. Um, you know they might have had a thought, God forbid, and uh, you know you I mean there's places like that. Uh, it's more common in bigger companies, but it happens in smaller companies. Um, you know, and you want people who have thoughts and will stand up to their boss and say, "No, that's a stupid way to do it." Sorry about that. I just ah oh, darn it. Spilled these everywhere. Shells everywhere. <laughs> okay. So okay, you, don't, you don't have a story. You don't have Dang a story it. about someone who was. I like just cleaned God. my office too. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> you don't have a story. No stories, right? No stories. Move on, animal. Right. Tom Marino. Tom TM3. Name. Yeah. Okay, you don't have a story for me about that, right? Well, I'm well, yes, I worked. I supported a vice president who had been fired from his previous position for, you know, wasn't working out reasons and uh-huh. uh was a wonderful mentor, somebody I still speak to, has gone on to build amazing things at amazing companies. He was people get fired for the dumbest stuff all the time. Yep. It's, oh, really? Shouldn't, shouldn't be but, uh Did you place that guy or is he just your mentor? No, I worked, I'm not sure. I worked for him after. He supported him. Didn't you hear that, Animal? I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it meant. You just, okay. just accept it, man. It's ambiguous. Uh, t- you know what I mean? Okay. You support him. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I built his cool. team. Is that better? 
I built there you go. Yeah. Specifics. Yeah. Love yeah. it. We speak Supported. English here. Built. Okay. Chad Balby. Supported now. Chad Balby is a, an experienced recruiter both in, on the agency side and the corporate side. He says 85% of recruiting cold calls are awful. 85%. Would you agree be. with that? Would that you might agree be. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, what percentage of recruiting emails are awful? Oh, holy shit, a ton. I get, okay. I get because I have, because uh, I, I have hot button button technologies in my resume. I get recruiting emails three, four, four, five a week for tech jobs. <laughs> yeah, and what do they sound like? Bad or good? Oh, um, somebody who's uh, often English is not their first language, telling me what a wonderful Python developer I'd be. Uh-huh. So the problem is is uh is in that case you're getting Indian recruiters approaching you. And secondly is that they're not you know, they're not appropriate. But let's say uh, dude, you somebody, need to say international because I believe you stereotyped uh some stuff there, so you might want to redact that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just okay, telling so, you, man, you don't know, yeah, okay, you don't know what you're allowed to say anymore. Want, international. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get an email that wasn't bad because it was sent to the wrong person, essentially. I want one that, you know, it's it sent to the right kind of, you're, you're doing the job they're recruiting for. I want to know what it sounded like and what was wrong with it. But, uh, okay, generic, generic cookie cutter stuff. Hi, I saw you on LinkedIn, and you look like a good fit for my job. What's wrong with that? I mean, that's, what's wrong with that? You just you just sounded like the last twelve emails that I got today. Why would yeah. I talk to you? Well, if you're looking for a job, would you look into it? Well, is that why we do this? Is this what that is that why we charge twenty thirty to thirty percent fees for people that are looking for a job? Sure. <laughs> no, no, he's Who got a getting, point there. That's, that's another problem in itself. He's, he's got a point there, but look, I finally I'm cornering you. What should you say if it's not going to be a a generic uh, email? What kind of thing should you say? That is, you're not going to like the answer. You need to customize it to the person. You need to say something like you're speaking to another human being and not pushing out, you know, on a supply line. Yeah. Okay. And give us an example of what might be said in a, you you know, from, from the kind of people you place, give us an example of what you might say to somebody. Uh, if I, for some, if I feel like I can, I have an audience of some sort. For example, if I've spoken to them on another another forum in some way, That's I might different. not even That's refer, different. refer. Okay, go ahead. No, let, I, I won't interrupt uh, you. Go. I would say I might not even refer to the job in the first email. You're uh-huh. trying to, the first step is a relationship. That's the first thing I was taught, at least. Uh, so, and, you know, if it's somebody dead cold, I would refer to somebody uh, something again, at least in my opening line, probably not business-related, something, you know, if they said they liked football, for example, or whatever. Or like the weather, like, wow, something. this this snow is really crazy, right, or something like that. Well, that'd be pretty corny, but, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Really? And that's all you'd put into <laughs> it? You wouldn't mention that you're a recruiter or anything like that? No, you're well, supposed I to sneak that in on them later, dude. Where have you been, uh, animal? Come on, Tom. I would, I would, I would refer to something not business related in the open. I, uh, you know, you don't want to be more than um, more than a couple hundred words or three or four lines. Keep it very short, very direct. And uh, you know, I have tried on occasion and had some success with 
The only thing I say about the business is, you know, one short, you know, I'd like you to look at this, for example, in a link and not shove it down their throat. People don't want it shoved down their throat. People don't do like say, to use car salesmen. Do you say you're a recruiter? Well, yeah, I would, I would include my signature, so yes. Oh, you, but you wouldn't say during the, in the body of the email, you wouldn't say, I'm a recruiter, and I'd like you to take a look at this position, and then the link. You don't you – don't, No, I would I – That's kind of lame. To refer to it very passively. Okay. You know, uh, there was an article posted uh, this week, uh, and I saw it was uh, about this woman complaining that if you call a candidate at his or her desk at their company, that you're jeopardizing their job. She said, you know, she didn't talk to a recruiter. She got five messages from this person. And uh, if, you know, HR wants to audit her phone logs, then they're going to see that recruiter calling her, and she's going to be, um, you know, in danger of being terminated or something like that. That sounds like nonsense to me. Complete crap. Yeah? Yeah. Gary? Yeah. What's your opinion, crap. Gary? She's crap. an idiot. Yeah, she's not a yeah, recruiter. I mean, I, I've seen, uh, you know, emails come back from people. You emailed me at work. You're, you know, same thing. You emailed me at work and... Et cetera, et cetera, I'm going to get fired. Like, no, you're not. Shut up. Oh, you, but, I mean, the point is that the person's not going to talk to you. No, of uh-huh. course not. But, I mean, but, uh, you know, naturally, you wanted to talk to that person, and now they're probably never going to. Okay. Or at least now, you're yeah. going to have to wait until they forget who you are. Uh-huh. Now, I saw or how about that- what's your home number? I saw some content marketing blogging on a recruiter a recruiting firm site, and uh, and the person claimed, of course, it wasn't written by a recruiter, it was written by a, a content marketer, and she claimed that past performance does not predict success. She said, how often have you found the golden boy on paper turns into a golden-haired flop in person, or someone with an impressive track record is unable to go the distance in your company? Um I don't think that's true, that past performance doesn't predict success. What do you think, Tom? I don't I don't think it's the end-all, be-all, but that's a big piece of it. Um, you know, if you, if you have somebody that's done nothing but fail at, at everything they've tried, that's uh, not a good sign. Not um, a good sign. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let, let's, use, let's just use an example here in current, uh, current uh, society. Let's say re- within the last month or so, some Syrian refugees have blown up stadiums in Paris. That does not mean that next month Syrian refugees are going to do the same thing. Do Is that kind of an example you're talking about? Kind of. But yeah. We're talking about individuals. Just individuals. trying to tie it in here. <laughs> no, really, we don't really want to go down this road, do we? Not really. Throwing it out there, you know. But there's a guy I, I was reading on the, what's it called, the Fordyce letter. There's a guy named Bobby Marshall. Apparently he's a big biller, and he wrote uh, 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 12 Practices of Big Billers. And the first thing he put is that big billers are on the phone two to three times more than the average biller. It doesn't yes. sound like Tom Tom would agree with that. Am, am I right that you would not agree with no, that, Tom? No, I don't. I, that, that may be true. I think that that is uh, – um, those high tempo, very sales skilled, 
you know, they, 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 they generate their business based on their sales skill, I think that that is a diminishing trait. It's not over. Oh, it's not going to be dead Sa- tomorrow. Sales and closing and wrapping stuff up. and Closing dim- and opening are two gonna... very different things. Getting go, her done. Go on about that. You know, and making it happen. All that stuff's uh, going Tom, down the tube. Tom, huh? Tom said opening and closing are two different things. Tell us about that. Uh, opening with an elevator pitch nobody wants to hear. Closing will, is, uh, is a sales function. Will always be a sales function. You're not going to close with a piece of content. Opening with the. Uh, you know, do you do either? Can I ask who's in the background sniping from 20 feet away on speakerphone? Like I think it's Blake, like Blake Cannon. Blake, yeah. have the balls to pick up your phone and address this man. Come on. Area code 512. Where's that? 512. That's at Blake's house. What? <laughs> What? Okay, he's not talking. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know typical. what? <laughs> what do you think about this? I read another article. You know, he's a married man now, Animal. Congratulations, Blake Cannon. I saw the pictures. I see every uh, Everybody who was at his wedding is posting the pictures on Facebook. I've seen many, many of them. I loved okay. it. I felt like okay. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody we know is getting married. Amy got married just a few weeks ago, and now now Blake. See how, see how pissy he's getting? No, I mean that's that's you know that's the business we're in. That's why we haven't done anything different since 1948. We're still send, send, selling the same product that Bob Half did four seconds after World War II. Maybe well, it was. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What what product are you selling then? Contingent recruiting. Yeah. Oh, well, he and, hates contingent I mean, recruiting. Okay, you want to say that? Let, uh, let me see Jerry. your quote. Hello. Wait, wait. Somebody's chiming Jerry. in. We've got we've got a third speaker, fourth speaker. Go ahead. And you can be I anonymous if you want. Phone. I picked it's the Blake. phone up. You asked me to Blake. pick the phone up. Yeah, you you want you had a question for for uh, our guest. Tom. Tom. I you know I've been, I've been trying to work and also I've been I've actually been working as a recruiter, which this guy's not, but the. Oh. I, I actually had to, had you on speakerphone, so I picked the phone up to ask the question. If if elevator pitches don't work and and closing skills are sales skills, which one of those do you use to recruit, if any? Because it sounds like all you're using is like marketing tools and blogs and and stuff online. Do you ever no, we're actually talking about talk the, to we're, we're talking about the top of the funnel. We're talking. This is, when this do you is all speak about to people? At what point in the process do you speak to people? What, did, did I stutter when I said the differentiating point has become being somebody worthy worthy of talking to? Did you miss that part? Well, yes, I don't know if it's stuttering or not. Yeah, it's getting scrappy. Anything you've been Hold talking on. about. It's getting scrappy. I like it. Why did it take 45 minutes to finally get into some hearty discussion? Well, I mean, I didn't realize you wanted me to be a prick. I can be a prick. Yeah. I don't want you to be a prick. No. Here's but, I mean, we, Blake, everything Blake. we've talked about, we're talking about the top of the funnel. We're talking about introducing yourself to new candidates, especially candidates that get hounded by recruiters because mm-hmm. our business is inundated with assholes. So it's about how you introduce yourself. And if you think that you're going to continually, as our business continues to grow, especially in the market, uh, you know, and, and, and 5,000 agencies hire people 12 seconds out of school to become the new, you know, Marketing uh, recruiting manager. Yeah. Uh, you know when Bob Half when Robert Half hires idiots constantly. Um, you know what do you think is going to happen? You're, it's going to be more difficult to differentiate yourself. So 
if you are somebody, if you can make yourself, if you can differentiate yourself as somebody worth talking to before you have the conversation, I don't know, that might get you somewhere. How do you differentiate yourself from everybody else by just listing your Twitter profile as national recruiter? You don't. You you write things. You you do what is called un, uh, uh, un, uh, inbound marketing, which is the opposite of interruptive marketing, right? Everything you see, radio ads, TV ads, print ads, uh, um, in an online sense, anything that interrupts the, your natural flow of what you're doing online, that's interruptive marketing. And that gets 10% of clicks online. The other 90% is organic flow, what they're doing. They're reading something because they wanted to. That they, they're clicking on it because that's where their path brought them. And you want to be part of that path because that, that's where 90% of the traffic is. Yeah. Okay. So, but like on porn sites, then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> here's what. Seriously, if Tom, you could tie in some kind of, uh, you know, porn deal. Tom, here's what Sam is thinking writing, out loud. If you're writing things that people want to read, whether yeah. it's, it doesn't, I know I'm not talking about publishing, you know, publishing uh, uh, ebooks, and I mean that can be part of it too at a higher level. I'm not talking about you're, you're, you're writing a new article on LinkedIn every three days. I'm talking about you're taking part in in social media in a social way, and you're saying things that people want to read. Mm-hmm. That's it. Be, be have a presence of some sort besides thinking that continually thinking that again in the dynamic that our that our business is in that you're just going to get people on the phone phone and hammer through them that's going to become less and less successful okay but you, of, you won't give us you won't give us any details beyond what you just said that's our problem you know if you had some stories well, the, the, for us here's the here's the thing if 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 his whole pitch is marketing branding and you know differentiating yourself from everybody out there how are you differentiating yourself from every other recruiter just by listing yourself as national recruiter? Nobody knows who you are. How is that are you what, his what is your brand? Is that what his Twitter brand says? Is that what his Twitter? Yeah, that's a legitimate question. No, it doesn't. That's not. A, I don't think I use that phrase at all. Um, I, I mean, it again, is. You know, I, I'm looking at your Twitter profile, and it says National Recruiter is all it says. Jacksonville, Florida, joined August 2008. Yeah, you get the wrong guy, buddy. National Recruiter. You get the wrong guy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up. Massachusetts. That's the, that's the link I clicked off of your uh, page there, uh, Animal. Yeah? MKT Recruiter. Is that you? Is that Tom? you? MKT Recruiter? No, I'm uh, Recruit I guess marketing. I put the wrong. Oh, I put the wrong one. <laughs> Sorry, well, my bad, Dan. I, I'm bad. I'm bad. So no, no. Maybe, I'm bad. maybe that's a. Maybe that's the problem. Then. Okay, but I'm hold on. But Animal at the beginning of the show said that you had two Twitter profiles, Tom, and he then mentioned yeah, I, them. Did did I, one of those I, was I, one of those not yours? But you just thought, nah, I'll go with it. I don't think you read the wrong one. Maybe you, MKT I don't know. Recruiter. What is your that's what profile? I said. I guess no, you weren't. You know, I was talking so okay. fast. But I got another question. You said in the material you sent me, the contingent recruiting model should die. It should die. Why? Because we, I have been taught at least, right? We want to present ourselves as as consultants. We want to consultatively sell our services. The contingent model, just by, by it existing, more often than not, you don't have the same interest as your client. You're not operating on the interest of your client. You're operating on the interest of your of your of what you have in inventory for candidates. 
Yeah, Are you a contingent? Rec- uh, is your business a contingency now, or have I do some contingent? I obviously try to not, but uh, yeah. you know, some clients uh, prefer that. I mean, I'm not against doing it. I like money, um, and I like to work. Uh, uh, but I, you know, much prefer being actually engaged with a company and, you know, not is, firing trash at a hiring manager and hoping that they uh, will tell me what's wrong would, with it. Yeah, do, is that what you believe contingent recruiting is, or just firing trash? No, 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 not at all. Well, look, people are, people are very good at it. Um, I think that at its core, though, it's not a consultative product at all. Okay. Uh, it's uh, um Again, it's a, your interests are different than your client. That's not a consulting relationship. Um, you know, what, to use would a, you say you're half and half retained and contingent? Or I don't. I'm, I don't do. I wouldn't say. I would kind of put retained. Retained is is different. Is that an old uh, but, old school term? Retained. Yeah, I mean. Are you contained no, no. or? I, I, I engaged. He's, he's, he's primarily he's a, commission uh, a corporate recruiter. He's a corporate recruiter. Yeah, he said he was an agency recruiter. He said he was an independent agency recruiter when I asked him what he do what for a living. That's, what, that's not what his main thrust is. Isn't what you do for a living your main thrust? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. what I've been doing for a few years. Yeah. No. Okay, Michael Cox is asking me, what Twitter handle should we go to for you? Which one do you want to yeah. use? Uh, my, I, so I have one that's kind of aimed at the big data and software space. Uh, oh, that is... Okay. At Headcount Guru, and I have um, uh, Recruit Marketing, R-C-R-T Marketing. Okay, R-C-R-T Marketing. Twitter. Twitter.com, R-C-R-T Marketing. Okay, I got a feeling that Market Recruiter is you as well. You don't like your Twitter picture on this R-C-R-T Marketing? You look kind of surlier. I don't care about What's the one that Blake said he went to that that Tom says is not his? MKT Recruiter. MKT Recruiter. Sorry, Tom, but I'm positive that's where we first started talking. Unless you're somebody else and I got somebody I didn't. No, this guy here is in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom, where are you? I am in Boston, Massachusetts. Have you ever been to Jacksonville? <laughs> See, that's the that's the deeper question that a old school recruiter typically asks. <laughs> okay, hold on. He also says recruiting is antiquated. Our business is disgracefully antiquated and largely void of innovation. Our business is disgracefully antiquated and largely void of innovation. You want to explain that? I'm getting a, a lot of feedback. Um, it's all okay. Negative. We don't have. <laughs> Sorry, no. I was, I, I'm, I'm hearing it. In, I'm hearing it over. I'm hearing the same question over three, three, four times. Um, okay, but here's the thing. There's somebody saying your headcount guru. It's headcount underscore guru is yours, not the headcount guru, right? Your head score. You know, headcount underscore guru, right? That's you on that one. Okay. There's some yes, other people calling in. Me. Area code 210 and 571. Anybody want to say something before well, the dude, show ends? you know that that's just free after show momentum, dude. They don't want to talk to you. Oh, you having you know an after that. show? <laughs> Are you having an after show? <laughs> yeah. 
We're yeah, going to we are going to talk about the crisis. Uh, let's just save it for the after show. We've got some okay. problems going on. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom. Let's uh, see if there's. I have a, you know I had a ton of questions here. Uh, so um, let me see. Can I ask a Go ahead, Mike. So I'm trying to figure out where the um, using those keywords or those hot buttons then translates into actually speaking to somebody um, and then making a placement. And maybe a, a related question. So if I start writing a whole lot about sales and whatnot, do you really think that the guy in New York is going to read my crap and then be more open to speaking to me? Should I waste my time doing all that or just pick up the phone? You can pick up the phone. And, I mean, look, maybe I am jaded by dealing with, with technical people for so long who, you know, again, are in short supply and get hounded by folks. Um, you know, maybe maybe uh, maybe I'm, I got to screw it up and I'm bitter at my purple squirrel searches forever. Um, and salespeople might, might react much differently. I've done very little work with salespeople. Um, if you're recruiting salespeople, yeah, write about sales stuff. And I mean, I no. If you just put stuff out in the world and hope that they read it, no, that won't happen. If you, you know, I mean, we're, we're hunters, and, and you just need to hunt in a different way. Find out where, where they read stuff. If they, you know, if you know, if you can see, find them posting at a news group or on a Facebook group or something like that. Post your stuff there. Shove it in their face and don't, you know, but don't shove it down their throat. Mm-hmm. Can we quote you on that? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know how I got the. I don't know how I got the. Uh, the darn uh, uh, Twitter handle wrong. I feel I feel bad about that because everybody refers to people by their, <laughs> their Twitter handle. Twitter handle on the on the back channel. Oh boy. Uh, let me see if there's any anything that we haven't discussed. I've enjoyed the show, by the way, Tom. You you rolled. We gave you a, a hard time. I don't think you were properly prepared, but you rolled with it. I mean, I've 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 had fun talking to you. It's not like you freaked out or anything, uh, like some people have when you say, "Well, can you give me an example?" and they they can't. They get mad at you for asking, but you didn't. Okay. Yeah. But like, I apologize for not having. Know, contextual examples. Uh, yeah, well, that's uh, if you would have read my website, you would have known that you're supposed to, but nobody ever does. Okay, here's uh, a reality, uh, animal. Most yeah. people don't have examples of what of this stuff. I mean, they just don't. No, people come on this show, they don't even remember the search they did yesterday. Can you tell me about a search you worked on? Because no, maybe no. they didn't have a search yesterday. Yeah, well, they may have had a search at least some point in their life that they well, tell us about. They don't You'd want say, to, but I don't know. Okay, I'm can we go back to quick... the uh, the antiquated stuff here? Um, yeah, just real quick. Uh, I mean, look, you know, the story goes right. Bob Half in, in New York in '48, and Robert Half recruiting was born. Robert Half, yes. Did he start recruiting in 1948? Is that what the issue is? Some some people say that's the story. Other people have a different story. I just go with that one because it's easy. Okay. So. Uh, what have, what have we what what new products have we come up with since then, right? So he was selling he started selling contract, he moved into perm, and then he moved into retained, right? And what have what is besides him, what have we sold that's different? Well, um how about um 
we did RPO, and that's all screwed up. That's terrible. That's a terrible product at this point. Um, we don't do oh, anything new. Cool. Well, some stuff doesn't need to be new. Yeah, you know what I mean? Diamonds are cars, cars have always needed tires, and the tire stores aren't saying, "Hey, we need to get out of the tire business." No, I mean, but tires have certainly improved in the last, you know, X number of years. Sure, and then recruiting has improved, but you're still placing one person for one job with one company at a time. They're, well, true. There are a few companies out there that have kind of taken on a more, uh, you know, go in-house consulting model and fix things from the inside. Yeah, and, that sucks. How does that suck? That's that that that's the actually doing the real work. Oh, that's oh, that's what uh, ex-agency guys use to. Uh, oh, sorry, Blake. I, I'm not gonna say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what, everybody? It's Tom's 36. <laughs> Tom is going to be 36 years old tomorrow. I'd like to go out by wishing him a happy birthday. Is that okay? Thank you. Thank you know, you we're going to sing. No, we're going to sing Happy Birthday. Is mm. that anybody? <laughs> with everybody knows that I, song. I don't know that song. <laughs> okay, but here he is. What what's the Twitter address that you want all the people in the recruiting animal world to use for you? Headcount underscore guru, or is that other one? Which is the best? The other one. Recruit marketing. Recruit. It. Art. What is it? Spell it. R C R T. Marketing. Okay. Marketing. I, I've never seen that. I've never seen it before. Okay. So I, do you I, recruit marketing people? No, no he does a, a, he a, does a marketing man, style a marketing of recruiting. Guy. Come on. I don't like it. Okay, so you, <laughs> he's a marketing guy. So before we go to Jerry's recruit after show, marketing. and Tom, Which salespeople always love marketing people. Okay, okay, you can't. You and I have to get off. We can't stay for for the after show, but we're gonna let you go with uh, happy birthday. Two, Thanks for having me. Three. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Come on, everybody. Happy birthday, dear Tom Marino the third. Happy birthday to you. All right, who's here? Hey, Jerry, can you hear me? It's Blake. Is that Blake. Bro. Derek. Mike. Hey, Mike. Is Derek here? Yeah, I'm right here. All right. Guys, how are we going to solve this Syrian refugee problem? <laughs> Jerry, Dude, let me I, interrupt I, you right now. Let me interrupt you right now. That's not oh what your God. after show is about. You start your own show to this talk This is about. his after hey. show. The after show is about anything I... This, no, it the isn't. Topic of the day. You let Astringer go off and talk about all hey, kinds of things. Hey. Yeah, you let him go wild on your show. And no, I, I had... didn't. Yes, you did. Hey. I got the original. I'll play it for you. You know okay? something? Yeah, here's, here's you uh, adding to the political correctness that's supposed to just silence all of us. And okay, none of us will talk about it. Let's talk about hey, butterflies and flowers. Mocking religion earlier on the call. I mean, yeah, animals on. the one uh, mocking religion at the beginning I of his show. Yeah. I did 
not. I said you have to believe in no failure, just like you believe in a in a religion. Okay. You sprinkled the word allegedly and mistakenly and some other stuff in there. When did I say that? No Didn't... way. I listen, said if you're going to the tape. you have to believe that you can fail, you can go fall down and rise again. Okay, okay, so the Syrian refugee thing, that topic is off the table for now. Can I can I ask about a me, social can I hey, ask before, about a social media get, topic? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. hey before Hey, Animal, hey. you're still on? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm still here. Animal. Yeah. So congratulations. How come you didn't I wish you a lot of happiness. Were, like, I know I we're, you. Thank you, buddy. Uh I, I need to. I, I'll ask about the. I'll I'll tie the Syrian refugee thing into your show here, and and ask how come a proper vetting of Tom Marino wasn't done. Oh, uh, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Because, and here here's here's why I ask. Tom Marino is looking for a job right now. He's unemployed. He he recently, as soon as four weeks ago, changed his Twitter profile from the other one to this one. I mean, there there's a whole. There's a whole mm. show could have been built around this. And we sat here and wasted time with a guy telling us why elevator speeches and sales guys were bad when that's part of our job. And the successful people Look in recruiting it. are still doing everything that he says is going down the tubes while he yeah. is unemployed. I didn't know he was unemployed, Animal. On his Twitter profile, it says he's looking for projects. Uh, to me, that would mean unemployed. Yeah, how'd you let him on the show, Animal? This is the Animal advertises on his Facebook, uh, the the people online group, desperately seeking guests. Now, if you're desperately <laughs> seeking guests, you, you can't be picky. To, to, you so need to, to find somebody back, to find quality That guests. would be just like us saying desperately seeking refugees. <laughs> <laughs> See, coming full circle. There's no way to avoid that topic with this show. There's no way. You Did can't you get past it. Jerry, what about only Christian guests it? from now on? Jerry, did you see? Did you see the White House's new hashtag mem? They, no. It's got it's got Michelle Obama holding up a white thing with a hashtag that says "accepting refugees." Swear to God. These people are fucking idiots, man. <sighs> Anybody supporting these motherfuckers are absolute. Oh, good. hey, hey, hey animal, animals hey. gonna center you. Well, why don't you do it? How come I have to do it? Hey, that whole thing with a stringer that had nothing to do with me. And I can't fault. have that, that cloud over that my half fault, of Jerry. our show forever. That was your fault. Hey, I was the one that introduced him to you, animal. Yeah, it's Blake's you know fault. Funny. He's smart, yeah. but he's, he's 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 out of control. Dude, you saw that he was a loose cannon. We don't have any loose cannons other than Blake Cannon on this show right now. You know, <laughs> I don't want to go too much into it, but I warned him. I gave him a final ultimatum. I said, watch your step. And then he went on to your show, and you said, you don't have to listen to what Animal said. You can do anything you want here. And he did. No, I didn't. Hold on a second. As he was, as he was ranting, I kept saying, hey, that's not cool. You shouldn't be saying that. Knock it off. I did. Well, certainly. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll he tell did. you what. He could have added. He could have added a lot to this show today because this one was a. a, a ooh, ooh. Is Tom Marino still on the phone? Is he still on the phone? No, he's not. But I thought it was a good show. 
It was because it shows you lots of people have these ideas. They're not clearly worked out. Yeah, it's called can't make a living at it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, he was not... working in a corporate environment. Here's a guy. I knew he was out of work, or or he's he's working freelance now, whatever in, it is. It's called in he transition was... now, Animal. Yeah, he was Freelance in... is not corporate. No, no, he was pri- primarily, for most of the time, working in-house. That's what he That's what he was doing. We didn't you know, get I'll tell you what. I went to the Jackson Brown concert last night. Yeah. He hardly played anything I knew. The buddy that uh, came with me was drinking Jack Daniels all night. Yeah. We started booing him, just like I I don't. There's no way to get away from this. Just like the terrorists at that soccer game last night during the silence for the people of Paris, they were yelling Allah Akbar. My buddy wasn't saying Alu Akbar. He was saying, "Boo! You suck. Play something I know." So the guy right behind me stood up and said, I paid my money. Shut your damn mouth. It was just last night. Doctor, my <laughs> eyes have seen He didn't tears. play. No? He played Winslow, Arizona. Whatever that, that one is. How did that go? Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. What? I don't know. What to... Is that an Eagles song? Yeah, he wrote it with him. Oh, Okay. Okay, hey, Derek. take it over. Yo. I'm out, sir. I'm out. You guys go ahead. Okay, great. Let's talk about the Syrian refugee crap. Got it, man. What do you want to talk? What are we going to do here, people? And I'm not Lock bashing low, anybody. I'm just saying, what are we going to do? Well, Lock I thought the fact that the White House last night refused to respond to both Democrats and Republican governors, all from Cali- uh, Jerry Brown from California, for example. Who kept peppering them, asking them how are they vetting these candidates? How are they vetting these refugees? And the White House says we're not going to give you any of that information. Well, but their spokesman uh, did. He he kind of covered it this morning. They have an they do an extensive biometric search. That's uh-huh. the term biometric search. Biometric search. Like huh? all biometric. these guys have backgrounds. Bi yeah. what biometric? Don't don't bother yourself with it. It's biometric. <laughs> Extensive biometric. Well, so I told Animal. Well, no, I shouldn't say Animal. A friend of mine in Canada. I said, (laughs) I said you can bet I'm packing everywhere I go. And he said, seriously? You're allowed to? And I'm like, yeah, you're allowed to. He said, like, you carry a handgun? I said, hell yeah. He said, did you get? You have to get a license for that, right? I said, yeah, but I got one. He was shocked. I carry more than that, brother. He was blown away that you can get a handgun license. But what would you do if it actually was going down? You guys with military training, you're you're cool as ice. Us, uh, you know, Joe Sixpacks out here that just somehow got our license and we got a handgun, it could go wrong. A lot of pressure. I know how you are. Jerry, I know how you are with a handgun, too. You've seen me. I've practiced a lot. No, man, that would be that would be that would be crazy. But ISIS has already said we are going to use these refugees to infiltrate the world. What more? What more do we need? And they are. I mean, is there a petition somewhere? Where can I sign up? What do I need to do here? How can we all have our voice heard? Is is there a petition online or something? Do you know? I'm gonna look right now. 
Oh, my goodness. I got a beef with Derek. I'd like to talk about it here. I posted. Uh-oh. Not, <laughs> hey, not on I, my show. Not on my show. I'm sick. Hey, the last time I let somebody barely mention a concern they had with somebody, you about lost your whole radio show over it. Mike A. Stringer and all that. I can't have you mention a personal beef here. It's been a policy ever since then. Sorry. Policy, too. It's a great policy. I learned my lesson. Yeah. Sorry. The animal does have a show, right? Hey, somebody had a beef with you the other day, though, didn't it, Derek? Who was that? Oh, last week? Was it it our friend over in the U.K. that was... See, people outside the U.S. just don't understand guns. They think that we all sit around here just fighting off the urge to go kill people and rape people and commit crimes because we have a gun. (laughs) You know what? I mean, that must be what they think, isn't it? I think so. I can't believe it. Animal. Yeah. What's on your mind? You know, I criticized the guy's article. He says, you call me a liar? It's the stupidest thing. I couldn't believe it. How can you have a, a discussion oh. group if you don't critique somebody's article? And, and I didn't call him a liar. It was, it was ridiculous. I couldn't. I, I yeah, couldn't I remember that, Derek. Yeah, I remember that, too. That's what, what was the article about? Oh, well, no, I remember. It was about the, the agency tricking the dude into signing that he was going to pay for the fee. Right. An animal misread it. He posted a synopsis in a misread way, and then you were upset, thinking that he called you a liar, though he didn't. Yeah. No, that's okay. not You guys okay now? That's, that's not what happened at all. I read his article, and it looked it like... It was too said, long. I tried to read it, and I'm like, shit, man. You didn't even read the, the, the abbreviated version. Yeah, I, read I did. the article. It said that the agency was going to make him pay the fee, but really that wasn't the case. He didn't pay any fee at all. I mean, so I said there's an error there. He said, are you calling me a liar? I said, there's an error there. I said, are you calling me a liar? I mean, those things are completely different. And you you cannot talk to somebody if as soon as you question something, they get self-righteous. Are you calling me a liar? It's, It's absurd. I'm just following the I'm just following the uh, footsteps of the Mizzou children. Who? Oh, those guys! You're patting in yourself after after really admirable uh, heroes there. I know. They're Mizzou awesome. is that the Black Lives Matter? I I don't know. It's something that they think there's racism on campus and blah 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 blah. Man, blah. this world's going crazy right now. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Because they were. The, I read this morning that they were upset because. 120 some odd people were murdered in France and it took away their thunder apparently. So. Oh my goodness! Stealing the spotlight. They they actually yeah. said that. Yep. They really ought to be upset with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I he's I, got I, HIV. I Four years <laughs> HIV positive. Wow. Huh. Oh, Adam Levine's got a cool tattoo, so there's that. Yeah. There's One that. out of every two and a half men have HIV. Wow. Time to move. Immigration <laughs> policy for New Zealand. Anybody know? Takes a second, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I've uh, I've got some old school crappy business to handle here. Yeah, me too. I gotta go find some people. 
Hey, Derek, speaking of finding people, send me your old uh, government contractor software database. I need eight of them here in Fort Wayne. Windows or developers or GD. Oh, for my I know you don't need it anymore, and I know that you snagged a copy of all of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all do. Hey, That's what we delete all do, that yeah. animal. Delete, <laughs> delete the last 30 seconds. Later, Jerry. <laughs> All right, later, everybody. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.